All right, so here, here are your choices. Uh, you okay. can stand out in the cab line at Las Vegas Market in the blazing summer heat in your suit. In July. In July. Or you can come up and drink with Dos Marcos, um, which would be us. Yeah, so drink with Dos Marcos is the definite check that box. Okay, well, then that's going to happen. Is it an option? That's it's my an option now. It is. Wow. So here's what we're going to do. Like, I've been wanting to do a podcast meetup for yes. a long time. We've yes. talked about this. We have. So we just decided, forget about it. We're doing it. It's coming up at Summer Las Vegas Market. We're doing it from 4 to 6 p.m. on Sunday. Okay, so it's the first day of market. So instead of waiting in the cab line from 4 to 6 p.m., come to the Englander space. We're going to have drinks. We're inviting all of our retail friends to just hang out and let the cab lines die down, have some laughs, turn on the microphones. Who knows? Maybe a camera will Ooh, be there. Live podcast with alcohol. That's perfect. And then the cab lines. What will could die go down. wrong with that? Nothing. Everything could go right <laughs> with it. It's all going to go right. I have a feeling. And you know what we should do? What? We should have Trent Ramberger there. You know what? Like maybe guest host with us. He's, sign he's signing on. Is he really? I'd Whether see. he knows it or not, he's signing on. Hey, we'll have Trent as the special guest host for the Dos Marcos podcast meetup. He, the only thing that could make this like perfect is if we could find someone to pay for all the booze. Well, good news. What? Englander is going to donate the booze. Hey, <laughs> I love. See, that's what like happens it, when you become the CEO of a big company. Bada bing. Well, there you go. Hey, you know, I was just thinking about. It, I'm like, I that was one of the worst experiences that I had at market early on was going out whenever the day was finished and it's like the hottest part of the day. I'm like, no, let's just yeah. let that part pass. And then you can leave from market and just go to dinner. You know, I, I love that. And uh, we're, we're kind of having some fun here. But yeah, do join us, you guys, at market. Um, it's always a great place to get together, see everybody and uh, have some fellowship and come by and check it out. And this uh, is for our retail friends, okay? So you're going to get to meet other retailers, other fans of the podcast um, it's bringing this retail community together and the Dos Marcos community together. So, um, so if they're not a retailer, can they not come? Uh, well, it's kind of on a one-off basis. This is meant for retailers. Okay. So, yeah. but we're not going to turn anyone away. I mean, if there's, uh, I'll put you at the door and you decide. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be inside drinking, having fun. Okay. There you go. <laughs> uh, but anyway, come in, uh, come and hang out with us. It's uh, Vegas. There's booze and uh, a podcast will be going on and uh, we're going to have a blast. So who wants to wait in a cab line? C1595. Okay. So you can look up like where the, the space is online, but the Englander space is C1595. So it's building C on the 15th floor. Um, plan to maybe, you know, end your day somewhere nearby there and then come over and hang out. Have that some good would times. be really cool. I have a and feeling we're going to see a bunch of nationwide retailers there. I would imagine. And nationwide is um, obviously our premier sponsor. So let's hope we get a lot of the nationwide guys for sure. And you know what they've got now? What's that? They've always had it, I think. But in, and it's perfect, Kinsley, for this episode because it's about training. And it's their training platform. Their training platform is incredibly cool because not only can you learn about the products that you're going to be selling in the store, which is essential, um, but you can have some fun with it. Like they gamified it. And at the end of it, you can go, <laughs> like, I love this. You can go in and like use your points that you've gained to buy stuff and get freebies. So if I'm going to train myself on how to sell a general electric, let's call it Whirlpool, a Whirlpool washing machine, right? 
And I want to invest in myself. I'm a retail salesperson. I go on the nationwide platform. I learn about it. They're national trainer. Like these aren't like the local guys. This is like their best people doing these like videos. Like the Bob Munkles of the. Like the Bob Munkles. That's, yeah. don't, don't, that's, that's a very unfair expectation to put on someone. That they could be a Bob Munkle. There is like but one of those guys. Yeah, true. But um, <laughs> so you go on and you watch their best trainers. And then you're earning money, man. You like go. You can go do some training, and then go buy yourself a new barbecue grill for your uh, back porch. I like that. It's a perfect barbecue season. Hey, and by the way, man, I was barbecuing last night, and my thing's all busted. What happened? My grill, man. Why did just, what'd you do? It's got hot spots, and I just think it's been over. I, I grill almost every day. You do? Yeah. Well, I was. So I need to get one of those convection grills that like moves the heat around. Too many hot spots. You know what you need to do? You need to call Famous Tate in Florida. I was just there this week. They have, you know, the egg. Yeah. So, the green egg thing. Yeah, man. Yeah. But Famous Tate's got the green egg, but it's a knockoff. Like one of the guys left the egg company. It looks just like the green egg. It's a ceramic grill, but it's like orange. <laughs> so they, <laughs> you know, there's the trade dress. They didn't just paint it a different just color of green. Traffic cone orange. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But where the egg might cost you, I'm saying like $1,100 and all you get is the grill. Their version, you get the grill plus all the cool stuff, the stand and the tools and all that stuff. So, but should, wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. You know, the one I've been looking at too I is was pretty clever. Actually. I like that. Yeah. The one I've been looking at was actually because of something that happened in the mattress industry. So, the guys that did from Harmon Brothers, it's like an advertising agency, they did the purple videos. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And job. they've been, you know, kind of the brains in, uh, and the advertising. I think they did Nectar too, didn't they? I don't think so. Okay. I think there was a anyway. So they did purple, but they also did another product called Camp Chef, and it was for a grill. So whenever I was looking at some of the videos on their site and some of the clients they had, I looked at Camp Chef, and that was another amazing video with this character. He's like God that comes out of heaven, and he's like the chef, like the uh, chef god. <laughs> maybe the that's chef, not the god, the, the, the god, god of, of chef. the chefs. Yeah, okay. the grill god, maybe. All right, that sounds a lot better. So I, I was looking at that, but I want one with the the convection. So yeah. yeah. We'll have to look into that. All right, we'll I'll check let it you out. know how it goes. Bottom line is, bottom line is this. Uh, let me nationwide training. That's fantastic. But I, I do have to let everybody know. August seventeenth through the twentieth is nationwide prime time. Dos Marcos is going to be there as in well. The we should we should do this. We should meet up at our meetup in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. So at four to six p.m. on July twenty eighth, that Sunday night. Come to the Englander space. See fifteen ninety five. Hang out. Have fun. Then. We can also hang out in New Orleans, August 17th through the 20th for Nationwide Primetime, the live event. We're going to be speaking. You should book now. Like, you should get signed up now. And you can go to nationwideprimetime.com to see all the deets. Let's do I it. I said deets. Let's do it. Dos Marcos Podcast. It's the greatest mattress industry podcast on the planet. Wait, isn't this the only mattress industry podcast? He's Mark Kensley. I truly felt bad for you at the time. He's Mark Quinn. I think Bigfoot was actually very pleasant. Together, they are Dos Marcos. Good morning, Mr. TJ. Tom, you know, I was with Tom in Florida. Just literally left him a couple days ago. And he's got like this race car. You couldn't even imagine. I don't even know it's street legal, but he would not give me, he wouldn't let me drive it. I kept begging them to drive it. He's like, hell no, you're not driving it. And yeah. That's would you you're let me drive it. I, you? Yeah. Uh, 
that too late. <laughs> Way too long a pause. Thank it's a you. Big, it's a big maybe. And uh, no, anyway, Tom's great. And uh, we got to hang out. We went to his favorite bar. This guy named Joe, like, was his bartender. One of the best bartenders, like, I've ever met. Like, really cool, like, really good spot. And yeah, just had a blast. So. Did, did the Camaro have, like, one of the... Is it a Camaro? It's a... Um, well, yeah, Camaro. He races it. He takes it to track. Does it have an engine that comes up out of the hood? One of those? No, no. And no you know flames on the about? sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no no flames on the sides. It's all 650 horses. Seductive picture of a woman painted on the hood? <laughs> no, Nothing? no. He's, you know what we need to do? We need to get him to put a big Dos Marcos magnet on the side of his door. Hey. You know, he was talking about getting a tattoo, by the way. I like that. Hey, would you, T, Tom, is it Tom or TJ? It's well, he TJ goes on by Facebook. both. He goes okay, by so yeah. I'll call you Tom. Tom, post a picture in this thread Ooh, good of idea. your car. Yeah. And if you're listening on the podcast, go to Dos Mar- uh, go to facebook.com forward slash Dos Marcos podcast, and maybe Tom will post that picture of the Camaro. See, that's a ZL11L. And that'll I, mean something to somebody, but and I asked, yeah, not to me. I got uh, my bicycle outside, literally. <laughs> I asked him if anyone tried to race him, thinking that he's got this beefy freaking car, the spoiler on the back. I'm like, do people try to race you? He's like, no. <laughs> like, wow, you know, you got a fast car. Like people pull up to you and they're like in some like rig, and you know, in Florida, you think so, some wise guy is gonna, and they're like, no. I was riding with uh, a guy a couple weeks ago, and he he was driving his Tesla. And this Ooh, guy like pulled up beside raise, us. You don't want to raise it. He started like revving up his engine, and you know this this guy's like, oh, I think he wants to race me. And uh, well, we'll just okay. The lights turning green. Bam! He just hammers it, and I was like, Where did that come from? Yeah, like, good right. for you, man. I've been in a Tesla in ludicrous mood, and it's pretty insane. Yeah, but- my friend had a, a loner because his was getting worked on, and he goes, Hey, uh, we're gonna do ludicrous mode. And I go, What does that mean? He goes, um, You're gonna need to put your head back against the rest. Yeah. I go, seriously? He goes, yes, seriously. And I, he goes, ready? Three, two, one. Put my head back against the rest. And it's like somebody shot me out of a rocket. No doubt. Have you been, you've been to Silver Dollar City? I have. Are you a roller coaster guy? I love roller coasters. Me too. I it, really do. What's your favorite one at Silver Dollar City? Uh, is, is it Cannonball? It's like Powder Keg. Powder Keg. That's it. I love Powder that's Keg. That's my favorite. That first three seconds, it shoots you out of a cannon. Yeah. Reminds me of the ludicrous mode. By the way, if you are a amusement park fan, probably one of my favorites, even maybe even I think it's close to Disney, even though Disney is like, you know, the top rung of the ladder. But Silver Dollar City, Branson, Missouri, an incredible place to take your the family. Second if you, most visited destination in America after Disney World. Shut your mouth. Is Branson. Are you kidding? I'm well, not kidding. How about that? Hey, you know what? You know what? I love. I love. They should give us our own theater there. They have all these theaters. We should have a Dos Marcos You should get theater. a job there uh, pushing people in wheelchairs up hills. <laughs> <laughs> should we tell that the, story? The 10 version of the story is so good. Oh. Like there's a lady and she was in a wheelchair. and A she, big lady. A, a big lady in a wheelchair. And it was hot. And you're at the bottom of this hill, and she was trying to get up the it's hill. It's not just the hill, Kinsley. You could ski this hill. It was that steep. Like, they won't even, if you have like a motorized scooter, they give you a map when you get this motorized scooter, and they say, avoid that hill. You cannot take a motorized scooter on that hill. <laughs> it's true. That's what they tell you. And then, so you're at the bottom of this hill. This lady's trying to get up the hill, and you being the nice guy that you are, yeah. walk over and say, hey, can I help you? Can yeah, I push you yeah, up the hill? Yeah. Right? Yeah, because she's like like trying to, like, this lady is big. She's in a wheelchair with no motor. She's like trying to, and I'm like, there's no freaking way this lady is going to make it to the top of the so hill. So you have her sit in the wheelchair, or she was... She's already sitting, She was yeah. sitting, okay. Yeah, because I assume she's in it because she can't walk, right? 
So I'm like, hey, can I help you? You know, can I? And I'm like, where are you going? And she's like, up there. And I'm like, oh boy, I right, no problem. Now it's 104 degrees, and you have bad ankles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so bad ankles and all. 104 degrees, bad ankles, but a strapping young buck. <laughs> and you say, I'm gonna help you up. So you sure. push her up. The, by the time you get up, what do you describe? What you look like? Well, okay. So imagine yourself almost parallel to the concrete. <laughs> so you're you're Superman pose. And you're and you're pushing like you know you're like everything you got. And you're like, hold on, hit the brakes. I need a break. And, like, pull yeah, the right, right, right. And so my, my wife and my two kids are there watching this, right? So they're walking alongside of me, and so I'm like Superman stretched out, like like pushing her up this thing. And I'm thinking to myself, Kinsley, I've got to be really careful, and I hope my shoes don't give out on me because if I miss a step, she's gonna roll right back over. <laughs> I'm gonna be in the emergency room. That's what was going through my mind. So you get to the top of the hill, yeah, and you're done. You're just like sweats rolling off you, and I'm panting, and you're panting, yeah, yeah. And you get to a flat spot, yeah, and I'm like, there you go, and I kind of felt good about it, you know. And she got up and walked off. <laughs> she she got up and walked off. She, but but in her defense, she stood up, looked me in my eyes, and she said, "Thank you so much," and took that wheelchair and pushed it away. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm driven, sweat, I'm about to die. It was horrible. Like, you are welcome, man. You are welcome. But the best part, hey, Dave Shroff, the best part of that story was I look over at my family and I'm like dripping sweat. And my wife and my two kids are cracking up <laughs> laughing at me because they're like, what the hell just happened? Anyway, oh, we better man. get to some business here, man. No, no, this is all, this is all good stuff because yeah. here's what I was thinking about. You know... Silverdar City has designed yeah. this amazing oh, experience. Great segue, yeah. They have yep. created this environment that's like, if you haven't been there, it's like old-timey kind of thing, but they have all these rides and like blacksmiths hammering away on metal and people blowing glass. And they've designed you know, this place where you can step back in time but also have, have a lot of fun with your True. kids and the yeah. family. And in the, in the winter, I've been down there during um, Christmas and the decorations, it's amazing. what they've done, the intention behind that place and the vision is out of control. And the same thing, you know, in the Branson area for um, Big Cedar Lodge. Yeah. They, the guy, Jimmy Morris, that started Bass Pro. And by the way, he started it in his dad's liquor store called Brown Derby. And he's like, Dad, can I have a shelf to like sell my lures? Fishing lures, yeah. And it was like this two-foot area that they're selling fishing lures in a liquor store. And he turned that into Bass Pro. If you don't know Bass Pro, look it up. It's amazing. So he's a billionaire many times over now. Um, and he was out there creating this new resort that was more upscale, digging holes, trying to put in buildings, opened up a cave. And the whole thing turned into a giant sinkhole mess. And he said, this is awesome. We'll connect these caves to other caves and make it like this thing you can drive golf carts through and put up a hotel and make this whole experience. So he took this disaster that happened when he was trying to build the buildings and turned it into this amazing experience. And, and that's like, that's what we wanted to talk about today is like, you know, process and mapping these things out, even when something might go off the rails and go bad matters. And, and it, I remember, uh, so I was up in Chicago, remember I, the guy with the Tesla? Sure. So I'm riding in the Tesla, but while I was in Chicago, um, we went to see Hamilton, sure. the play. And the story behind Hamilton, the play is pretty remarkable because this guy wrote the play and it took him seven years to write it. But when you watch this, it's like a this amazing, like revered, you know, 
uh, theater experience now, they it's the the rap music and the story and the intention and mapping all that out and making it you know hold hands and making it really buttoned up and tight took a long time, and and we need we need to learn from experiences like that because your process matters. Are you texting somebody? No 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 no. Keep going. I'm done. Yeah no no I was just you have to leave in up. one minute. No. <laughs> look what you're taking. Look, I was t- okay. Pull that note I was up. trying to be cool about it, but I like as you were talking, I looked at the clock and I realized I have to like we have like Look at what you say, say. Look at what that says. Okay. I have to leave in So one. I typed it wrong. I'm sorry. I was one trying minute. to be like incognito with it, but uh no, so Hamilton, you're right. So what's so cool about that story is that it took so long to get to the final the end game, but it was a process and he he spent a lot of time working on it. So tell, talk about process in the so, retail environment and talk about, because we, we, before, during, and after matters, but it, during the sales process, can you, can you just hire really good people and say, go do your thing, learn the products? You can, but so, so I've heard this with like franchises, right? This is why franchise companies are so good to invest in for some. Because they they don't just give you like for, for instance McDonald's fifteen thousand of them Kinsley in the United States right, and they're not fifteen thousand McDonald's because every one of them is allowed to make a burger the same way or their own way right. They have a very strict expectation of every single McDonald's that every burger gets two pickles or whatever their process is. If you watch that movie, that's kind of fun. They kind of take you through that, but. It's very specific about what their process is to control quality and a similar experience no matter what McDonald's you go in, you get a similar experience. So the question is for retailers out there as you look at the customer experience, are you hiring salespeople that take ups and they take each consumer through their own limo ride or do you have a selling process that kind of puts them in a box a little bit that also allows them to use their own personality to bring the consumer through. So for instance, uh, is there one section of the store that has three beds that you comfort test every single customer that comes in on? Is there a opening script that you have a series of questions that are very specific that you want every retail sales associate to use uh, so that you can get to the bottom of what the real need is, so an analysis state. So is there a selling process, or are you just kind of hiring people and saying, hey, man, just sell them, and here's the product knowledge, and kind of turning them loose in your department? It takes a lot of intentional thought, too, because when do you introduce the pillow? Right. When do you introduce the sheets? What questions are mandatories that all of your people must be asking? And I'm not talking about asking closed ended check the box type questions because there Give are me an example of those. What size mattress do you need? Okay. How much do you want to spend? What room is this going to go in? Okay. Those are, those are not questions. Those are boxes that you need to check on a list to sell a, them something, right? Right. A question is something that's open ended that gets the other person talking. And when the other person talks more than you do, that's when you're going to win. And for example, tell me about your sleep. And then some people don't know a lot about sleep, so you need to have follow-ups to that, such as, you know, if they say, well, I'm, I'm sleeping pretty bad, my back hurts, and then they stop talking, a great follow-up question is, you said your back hurts, what do you make of that? And you are silent, because the person may not have these conversations consistently like you do, but if you give them the space to answer that open-ended question, they will get to some rich information that you can then map 
to the products that are going to solve their problems. But you have, I've said this time and time again. And I, when I spoke at mattress university for nationwide back in the day, I'm like, open-ended questions are your secret weapon. So, you know, you're right. And if you're the one talking, you're not the one in control of the conversation, right? You, you should be asking the questions and letting them talk. So I love that. If you're asking those, the, the typical questions, number one, you look like everybody else in the market, right? And that's not cool. Like, if, like, so set yourself off. And if all you're doing is, hey, what size do you want? Where is it going? That, that, that is for someone who's selling a mattress. Your question which is, so tell me something, and I'm looking straight at the Facebook Live camera because you taught me this on stage. You actually did this. It's do a little head tilt and raise the eyebrows, right? So it's, so how's your sleep? <laughs> did I do that? <laughs> that? You do it. You do it better. You give it to me. Go ahead. So tell me about your sleep. Okay, that's better. There's some so authenticity you, in that. There, there are some uh, body language studies that show it's you build trust quicker whenever you raise your eyebrows, it's a, it's a positive indicator instead of the furrowed brow. So raise your eyebrows, you're saying, hey, I'm, I'm engaging with you. And then when you open up your neck a little bit, just slightly head tilt to the side, sure, jugular. what you're doing is you're exposing your jugular vein, which is a, a place that if you are feeling threatened, you would guard, you would tuck down your neck, turtle it in. You see, I think that's crap. So I, the rest of it, it could, I like. It could be complete crap, but... <laughs> If you if you do this, does this seem more approachable and open? And it and does. Something it does. That, I give you that. Or one of these. You know. Uh, so these things matter. But so the way I did it, I kind of look like I was trying to pick your, someone up, right? Yeah. You were doing the double, <laughs> the double eyebrow. That's a different. Now if you go, bob, bob, you know, that's yeah. Okay. No, no. Anyway, I stepped on. If you're, you're looking at the a man and a wife, you know, together, and you do that, you better watch out. Say, how are you sleeping, huh? Huh? Hey, but speaking of the man and the wife and questions, what if you do have a couple there? Here's a, here's a fun thing to do. All right, be honest. Who sleeps worst? Tell me about that. Who sleeps worse? Because people are, it's easier to think about negatives than positives. So the man and the wife will get to talking and that will reveal issues that you can then introduce products to solve. No doubt. And, and here's the other thing. We talk about process. If you think about perfect timing for our peer care sponsor, right? So if you're thinking about process, don't like... Here's the thing with adjustables too. And Sean, we talked about it in our last podcast. It's a sleep essential. So Pure Care being one of our sponsors, they don't just give you products. They work with every retailer and they help you with your process. And they have displays and they have all kinds of things that they can customize for you, the, the entire experience. But what Sean and Sarah Bergman have taught me about that is if you get through the process, Kinsley, of here's a mattress, here's the three that you can pick from, and then at the very end, you're gonna write the ticket up and you go, oh, by the way, do you need a pillow? Do you need sheets? Do you need a No, forget that. Include that at the beginning, and now what a lot of really good retailers are doing, are they're, they're letting the consumer go pick the pillow right at the beginning. And, and then the consumer carries it around with them. Like, you know, if, like I carry my pillow with me sometimes and travel with it. If it's like I'm driving somewhere, I can throw it in the car. Because uh, I love my my pillow, right? That's my you know, it's a comfort thing I think for a lot. But um, and then they they have them travel and and check out, and so it's the beginning of the process. It's not an add on at the end. And Pure Care, along with great products, they actually help people with those processes as well. Yeah, the sleep essentials is is the term that that Sean had taught me in the past. And so, you know, when you're thinking about um, 
the partners that you're going to bring into your store. Think about partnerships that are going to give you more than just product. They're going to give you training. Uh, they're going to give you um, real selling story that is is not just fluff. And, and, and people that are going to help you plug it into your process. Maybe it's a process you have. Maybe it's one that needs evolved. But the folks at Pure Care are, are really world class at this, at helping retailers design that experience and then putting these sleep essentials, the sheets, the pillows, the mattress protectors, all of these different things that are going to raise those tickets and, you know, build value and ultimately serve your, your shoppers, your consumers. No doubt. No doubt. And so to, to cap it on the process part, what I think is really important, um, if you're selling a mattress that go back to that, your question wasn't selling mattresses, Kinsley, your question to me is if you're saying to someone, so tell me, how's your sleep? Like, how are you sleeping? Um, and then you open the door, people like you and I both, when we travel, you talk to people, how are you sleeping? Like, that's a legit question. And then they open up to you about their sleep, which if you follow that up, my question to you would be, so you're not sleeping because Kinsley, you said you're sleeping hot and you're back. You got some back pain when you're not sleeping well. Like, what's the impact of that for you? Like, what, how are you feeling the next day? Create a little bit of pain or you could take it the other way. Say, okay, so Kinsley, if we could fix that for you and we could get you into a bed where you weren't sleeping hot and your back wasn't hurting every day you wake, you woke up and you're sleeping better. What kind of impact could that have on your life? In two or three questions, you took that person coming in to buy a mattress because they had to into going in to buy a product that can literally improve the quality of their life. Where are they going to spend more money? Right? If you don't build value in what you have and you think it's just something that they need to slap in as a piece of furniture, you're missing a huge opportunity to, to, to number one, make your store meaningful in their lives and if it's meaningful in their lives, they're going to tell their friends and you're going to get more customers out of it. No doubt. And number two, it's, it's really going to, to change that person's perspective on this big white rectangle they're putting in their home. They're going to look at that and they're going to invest in it. And whenever they continue to invest in it, they're, they're probably going to buy more stuff. And, and you're going to help people. You're no doubt. You're going to change the world in a very positive way. No doubt. And so I like that. That's really cool. Um, is, and so to, to cap it all, you guys, here's a thought for you. If you are a manager of a store or a you own a company, think of this. Don't hamstring your retail salespeople and make them like become robots in the selling process. But I would recommend, Dos Marcos would recommend, um, having some things built into a process that you expect everyone to do. So here's three high-end beds that everyone has to go to to test them on what their comfort level is. Because if you lay them down on the best you've got just to find out what their comfort level is and then you can take them into the part of the store that has the quality of bed they're looking for, at least now they have a measuring stick for what the best feels like. Maybe they're buying a bed for their kid. That's okay. Lay them on the best anyway because you never know when they're coming back to buy one for themselves, right? So that's maybe part of your process. Maybe part of your process is the expectation of a couple really good questions to ask. Maybe part of your process is absolutely expecting the pillow to be, you know, involved in the, the protector and the sheet and the adjustable base mm -hmm. as part of the early. So get some things in, in line in part of your process so that you can repeat success over and over and over again. 
and then uh, let your suppliers train them on the on the uh, products, right? Yeah, totally. And and whenever you think about your your process, here's one thing to keep in mind to get your people motivated about it. It's almost like if if anybody's played music, let's call it jazz. So if you've ever played jazz, you know that there are certain scales that you need to play on guitar, and you practice them over and over and over again until you get them down and your your fingers are strong and you're fluid. And then once once you know your scales and you know where that home base is and it's almost second, it's like muscle memory, it's right. second nature, then you can go outside of that and do all kinds of crazy sounding fun stuff and know that at the right moment you can bring it back home and you can get back to, the, to your scales. So your process is not meant to be so rigid that you can never do anything creative within those confines. Right. It's, it's meant to be something that it's like the fundamentals of the game. Like whenever you can dribble and you can shoot properly and you know the rules, then you can do their, you know, behind the back passes and, you know, tomahawk dunks and all the fun stuff. But you, you got to know how to get back to the essentials and get back home. And I'll tell you, there, there's one other like question or way of thinking about your process. I wanted to throw into the hopper. And I got this from my buddy, Brian Baxter. So, Brian was at Sleep Train for a long time, and then at Mattress Firm, and and now he works uh, with Brentwood Home, and and Brian told me something that I wrote an article about, and it became the most uh, read article on Sleep Geek of all time, and I was shocked by it, because he said never ask somebody how the mattress feels, and that was pretty much the title of the article: never ask someone how the mattress feels, and his point was. People don't know mattress language. So they don't know how to describe like, well, it feels okay. And that's the end of the conversation. So you want to ask how they feel. How they feel, not how the mattress feels. Exactly. I like that. It is such a subtle switch in how you're going to think about the language you use. But people don't know mattress speak, but they do know how they feel. They can describe, oh, I feel pretty, you know, soft. And then you can say, what do you make of that? Tell me more. And you can, but anyway, subtle shifts in the way that you interact are going to make a huge difference. I would say at the minimum, take out a piece of paper. And, and if you're a leader in your organization or you want to be a leader, map this process out, talk through it and figure out what are the essentials. Yeah. And so uh, further to your point to cap it all off, if you want to third time you said to cap it all off, (laughs) well, I'm I'm, this time I'm really going to cap it off because I got to go. If you really want to repeat success, do the things over and over and over again that make you successful as a human being or as a part of your selling process in the mattress category. Find out what it is in your store and uh, put a little bit of a guardrail around it. Make it a process and then you win every single time. And if you want to, you can always introduce music like this because it's really fun to do. You can bounce on it. Oh, oh. What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get. Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat. Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest. Cool and comfortable, hybrid like a sweater vest. You know the game, we're ahead of the sun. Cause the two of us together are way better than one. Cause I'm cool. Cool as ice, and I'm hot like a heater. Bounce by the ounce.
nights, now we got it by the leader. Well, you take a spring and you wrap it up right. You can sleep so smooth or bounce all night. Yeah. Put two together, get a whole lot more. Get the feel of the comfort core. You can bounce on it. Lay back, you don't have to practice. It's the best thing to happen to your mattress. Get together to do it like I did. Everybody get hybrid. If you want somebody to get in your vicinity, you probably want to feel a little bit of a hybridity. Foam alone? Out of five, maybe one star. Springs and foam, we're taking care of that lumbar. Mad back support. The best way to shack up or just get rest that won't mess your back up. Like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist or a mullet. Party in the back of the business. Best of both worlds like Mars and Venus. The ultimate hybrid. Nothing short of cheap. Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of a comfort core You can bounce on it No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, foam keeps it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get hybrid Right, listen, doesn't matter if your kitchen is charming When your bedroom's the most important part of the apartment What kind of bed do you keep back there? Does your girl wanna chill on a beanbag chair? Hell no, you need springs and foam Cause if that bowling ball don't bounce, you'll be sleeping alone And if the bed don't react, then you can't get low We got that type of bounce that won't spill your Merlot So stick with us and you'll get rewarded Cause I'm so gentle and I'm so supportive is where the magic is And we just killed a song about mattresses